Hey everybody, Josh Sertson, World Alternative Media here, and we're joined by Tim Pachot, the Liberty Advisor, and we've got a really big show for you guys today because as we have been warning for so long, and as we just recently actually interviewed the one and only James Corbett of the Corbett Report about technocracy is rising in America and elsewhere. The push towards a cashless society, at, you know, attached to, say, a social credit score, like out of China, and utilizing that to shut down people's bank accounts and stop them from being able to do anything if their social credit score doesn't and meet the standards of the government establishment. This is on our doorstep, folks, and this could play into vaccines and all sorts of issues that are right on the horizon. And this is why this is one of the most crucial issues of our time. As we see from this Zero Hedge article, it says, in unprecedented monetary overhaul, the Fed is preparing to deposit digital dollars directly to each American. And we are going to go into this uh, article and, and get into the details of this today because this is ex extremely important. I really hope everyone shares this video to get around the shadow banning. We have been really hit hard by shadow banning lately. It takes you guys to share the videos on social media and elsewhere and hit that like button and check those links below. Uh, GoFundMe, Patreon, subscribe star we are completely viewer funded completely demonetized for obvious reasons in this uh, age of orwellianism and then of course uh you can find different ways to find us on different social medias like float.app library bitshoot and of course join our newsletter at www.imband.com it takes two seconds to put your email into that um, little box there and get our updates we don't spam also you can get the pft privacy protector which will keep you safe as as far as from radiation of your phone and from the watchful eye of the government, which plays into this video quite a lot here today. So make sure to check the link for the PFT privacy protector below. Anyways, um, let's get into this article. I'm scrolling way down the article here because a lot of it gets into yields, but to get to the point of the matter at hand here, I'm gonna scroll down to the, the paragraph that says, the response was striking. The two proposed creating a monetary tool they call recession insurance bonds, which draw on some advances in digital payments, which will be wired instantly to Americans. And by the two, I mean um, Simon Potter and uh, Julia Coronado. And as it continues in this article, it says, as Coronado explained the details, Congress would grant the Federal Reserve an additional tool for providing support say a percent of GDP in a lump sum that would be divided equally and distributed to households in a recession. Recession insurance bonds would be zero coupon securities, a contingent asset of households that would basically lie in wait. The trigger could be reaching the zero lower bound on interest rates, or as economist Claudia Sam has proposed, a 0.5 percentage point increase in the unemployment rate. The Fed would then activate the securities and deposit the funds digitally in households holds apps. As Potter added, it took Congress too long to get money to people and it's too clunky. We need a separate infrastructure. The Fed could buy the bonds quickly without going to the private market. On March 15th, they could have said interest rates are now at zero. We're activating X amount of the bonds and we'll be tracking the unemployment rate if it increases above this level. We'll buy more. The bonds will be on the asset side of the Fed's balance sheet. The digital dollars in people's account will be uh, on the liability side 
side. Tim, let's talk about this. I mean, going back, and we've talked about this a lot uh, before, um, Henry Kissinger meeting with Mao Zedong in the early 70s um, and cr creating an artificial alliance with China, leading to the creation of the Trilateral Commission by Zbigniew Brzezinski under the Carter administration, really giving a lot of power to China. Let's face it, the U.S. government has been a huge part of propping up China, despite calling them enemies, and also creating this technocratic system that Zbigniew Brzezinski wanted so badly. And of course, they, they have social credit scores already in China. They have all this stuff. It's influencing the rest of the world. We talked. I talked with James Corbett, as I mentioned, about the subject in our recent interview uh, that everyone should check out. Um, and, you know, the issue of Australia, places like Darwin creating smart cities. They have been demonetizing the um, currency hugely. And then, of course, you could look at places like Sweden, chips in hand to get, uh, uh, you know, on a public train. I mean, this is growing in size and scope fast. And of course, the Canadian government has been talking for years at the central bank about creating a digital currency to replace a dollar. The Federal Reserve says not anytime soon. And then suddenly now they're saying, but actually, maybe we should um, give this a chance. And I mean, it's a perfect situation in the, in the circumstances that we have this year. Uh, it fits perfectly into the enslavement racket that we've been watching. Tim, what do you think this means for the future of you know, uh, the economy, the U.S. economy going digital? What does that mean as far as risks go for the individual? Well, it certainly is an enslavement racket, which is why, you know, you can see the backdrop behind me that is, uh, you know, it shows like basically human slaves holding up a, you know, monopoly board for the, you know, the powers that be. And you, you'd mentioned uh, 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 Sweden, and there was a speech that Stanley Fisher, the former vice chair of the Federal Reserve, former Bank of Israel chairman, uh, which, you know, why do you have, you know, foreign citizens who are, you know, second in command at the Fed? Uh, he's not anymore. This was, I think, 2014, but he gave a speech that I actually found on the Fed's website. And basically that in that talk, they're talking about having bail inable long-term bonds. And so they went from the approach, the initial approach was to have a Cyprus. We're going to give people haircuts as they like to call it. And we're going to steal their money that way. But they figured it's easier to steal it through inflation and just, you know, print a bunch of money than it is to actually outright steal, uh, steal uh, through, you know, actually just, you know, taking your bank account. And so not that that's off the table either. Uh, but, you know, that quote was as part of this approach, the United States is, is preparing a proposal to require systemically important banks to issue bail-inable long-term debt that will enable insolvent banks to recapitalize themselves in a resolution without calling on government funding. This cushion is known as the gone concern buffer. And then you listed off there was two different economists in that article who uh, you know, were, were talking about this. And those two economists, I'm trying to find, get back to the article over here, but the, the Simon Potter was the former head of what you would call the plunge protection team, uh, which is you know the New York markets group. And then the other lady, uh, Julia Coronado, was part of uh, an economist for the Fed Board of Governors. And, and so these are two higher up inside people you know, giving their ideas. Also remember something we've reported on in the past that the former uh, you know, Coinbase, I think it was Coinbase CTO. Um, anyways, a very high level Coinbase guy is now the head of the Office of Comp Control or Currency. That was as of April 1st, except the jokes on us. And uh, and so, I mean, they're, they're getting this stuff in place. The very first $1,200 stimulus program for Americans was actually in the Maxine Waters bill was supposed to be a, like a, basically this, a, a Federal Reserve uh, account where you've got to create your own, uh, you know, basically, you know, Federal Reserve wallet, so to speak. And you get all the 
all the bad parts of Bitcoin and, and almost none of the good parts. And so whether or not Bitcoin was created by the NSA or the government or anything like that to make it cool and then usher it in is sort of irrelevant because the technology can be used to help free humanity or it can be used to help enslave it. That's something that I really think is important, Tim, um, is that people bring up and I've mentioned many times, you could use a gun to slaughter a whole bunch of innocent people, but you could use that same, uh, that, that same gun to save all those innocent people from being slaughtered. The same goes for the blockchain. It's like if the government created the internet, well, they sure did screw up. Sure they have pigeonholed us in this year especially but with that said they have allowed a ton of humanity to wake up to um, the powers that be because of the internet, whereas before they had to get a newsletter from some crazy guy shouting on a street corner. So, I mean, even if the government created it, well, look what it's turned into. We can use these technologies for good and evil. So there's obviously a difference between decentralized blockchain infrastructure technology and the centrally planned insanity. And this is what I got to get into, just a quick um, you know, update for people that haven't seen um, our videos in the past on the cashless society. If your money's in the bank, it's not yours, it's a bank's. And if your money's always going through the banks via digital transactions, legal tender law, uh, laws, and they're completely centralized, it's not your money, it's the bank's, and you are enslaved to the banking system. You, you have to ask the bank permission to use your own money. You have to follow their rules, their regulations tied to the government to do what you want with your own money. It's never yours, it's never in your hands, and therefore it's not yours. So it's being controlled, and if it's being controlled, you're being controlled and that is seriously dangerous going forward because that fits in exactly to the Chinese system which has gone very much digital uh, over the last 10 years especially in ways that people were called crazy conspiracy theorists just 15 years ago or even less for saying including myself and and here we are at this point where they're saying if you touch money you'll get the coronavirus corona aids whatever you want to call it and you are going to end up um, you know in danger so therefore you have to touch a screen and you know touch everything with your chip or use facial recognition or retina scans which makes a whole lot of sense as far as viral spreads and um, basically at that point they can just really just enslave you monetarily which is the most important way that you can enslave a person um, other than with social credit and people just not wanting to work with them you can't start a business can't get a house can't get a bank account well, working on that but, too so yeah exactly so I mean what do you think Tim I mean this is obviously the dollar has been in trouble for a long time the dollar has, is facing um, an imminent crisis uh, on the near horizon. I mean, it's hard to avoid. And about, by the way, I forgot to mention, um, Tim is a certified financial planner. You could become a client of Tim Pachotes by going to thelibertyadvisor.com. But anyway, Tim, uh, what do you think of you know the, the future of the dollar if they go digital? Can we escape the dollar system, the beast system, whether it be U.S. or Chinese, if they go digital? Well, at that point, you're not going to be able to escape it, which is, this is the, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's going to be a few things if you do it ahead of time, but you know, whether, you know, your kids or grandkids or great grandchildren, I mean, it's going to be, unless you're completely self-sustainable and, and away from the entire system, it's going to be very hard for the most of humanity to escape this. And, you know, the next you know few years, you're going to get the other half of the world that's going to be going online and they're going to want to have them by the, you know, what, right, right out of the gates. And, and, and Bill, I mean, speaking of gates, I mean, Bill Gates has even <laughs> talked about different, uh, you know, uh, you know, 
tattoos that show if you've had to have like your medical records and show if you've gotten their their vaccine then the vaccine is going to change your rna and dna and do all sorts of terrible things why do we let these people even talk tim i mean this is just, this is like the basis of evil have we not seen that before i don't know nazi germany now what we have technocratic nazi germany and by that i don't mean like a disco techno show with hitler i'm talking like we're dealing with technocratic enslavement here have we not seen this story before and bill and bill gates story actually sort of does kind of trace back into hitler because it, you know the only reason that and i've done videos on this in the past where uh this is the extreme cliff notes version of it but bill gates you know stole his technology microsoft from this guy gary curdle and then was implemented by uh this company ibm ibm because his mother worked there which back in the day very rare to have a woman on the board of you know of a major company in like 1978 or something like that and then you go you know, girl then you, cia then you bring it back to you know i then his dad was you know planned parenthood his grandfather was uh boarded was on the federal reserve uh, as a governor and then you bring it back even further well who ibm is well ibm started by dr thomas watson thomas watson actually gave all of his money upon passing away to the nazis and and during his life hitler actually created an award that would be similar to our like presidential medal of honor and actually like it was like a double star iron eagle created an award which is the highest award you could actually give somebody gave it to dr thomas watson and now the va smart smart computer uh that, that decides if you're going to live or not is actually called watson after thomas, dr thomas watson who was an about nazi who had the howarth machine which was then used to categorize the jews to see whether or not they should be alive and then you know planned parenthood founded by margaret sanger who said that you know black people and also said it about jews and italians as well are like weeds and like weeds that should be exterminated and you're even starting to see her get canceled out a little bit you know hillary said it was one of her major admirers but i'm digressing on all this stuff but this thing is this is the end this is the this is the is their wet dream is to have this type of system and that's what i've been warning about since basically day one when i started making videos is this and so you know they're going for broke i mean they've already got the people in place and guess what people are going to be you know Con, they're, they're going to want to get their free money. And then they also, if you look at the article said, they're going to base it on, you know, the unemployment rate, if it's below a certain level, then we're going to have, you know, these bonds, and then we're going to buy, buy these bonds, and then the bonds are going to be an asset on the balance sheet of the Federal Reserve. But then, but then who is the but then if we're defaulting, who we're defaulting to the Fed, who then owns us? by, by uh, you know, just by default, uh, literally. Uh, and so, and then they said that, that the payment is gonna be predicated on the percent of GDP. Well, if we just, you know, print a whole bunch of extra money and, you know, use it to bomb people or enslave other people overseas. And now, you know, we go and get into a war in Libya or Iran or Russia or China, and now we spend 10 more trillion dollars. Well, then now GDP would be $10 trillion higher, which means the payment would be higher. And then the payment that's higher then would mean that we have to print more money, which would then increase the GDP, which then, so it creates this system you can never get out of. And, and, and it's very hard to go and conquer people through bombs and through, you know, and, and breaking their will that way. But, you know, the easier way is through consent, getting people to ask for it, getting people to beg for it, which is why Paul Warburg, the creator of the Federal Reserve System said, we shall have one more government. It's only if it's a matter of, of consent or conquest. And they tried it the conquest way. That didn't work. Now they're trying it the consent way. And they've got their henchmen all in place. And the main the main tool they're using is propaganda, using the media. They're shutting down people like you and I, which is why it's, you know, very important to, you know, find us in other means, whether it's a library, whether it's a bitch you, whether it's on mines. I personally, I'm starting to use library more often. I also have a podcast where every video that I'm on is also in audio format as well. And that's just a great way to be notified because we're not
not going to be on here forever. And, you know, probably forever is, is coming up very soon. And we're getting ourselves off November 5th, where we're just going to be posting trailers. And so, you know, we, we've been warning about this from day one, along with John Snyson, uh, guys like Ernest Hancock have been talking about the federalreserve.gov coin and this is it i mean we've known that this is what they're going for which is why we've been you know screaming so loud and to see it here you know it does feel you know sort of surreal right and uh we're not trying to take a victory lap because we're trying to prevent this from happening and only you guys spreading this information and letting other people know about it is the way to do it i mean it was someone gonna say i'm crazy i was in the class that won the national competition on the federal reserve against harvard yale and mit and everything except for that bailable long-term debt quote was some was stuff i've memorized of us not doing any uh you know post you know pre-show on any of this stuff so this is the yeah. game plan we've seen it you know a million miles away except now it's right here on our doorstep and this is the time for people to take action yeah absolutely people will say oh well it's here to help us the government's here to help us even though they created the problem in the first place oh thank you government for giving us this digital coin that saves us maybe they'll give us some benefit packages because you know they've enslaved humanity and made us all impoverished and homeless maybe they'll give us a little bit of sprinkles of you know candy here and there and, and everything's all feed. good thanks government thank you so much now is the time folks now is the time to decide are you free or are you a slave? And that comes down to your decision. You make that decision. No one else makes that decision. Make it quick, guys. Anyways, I appreciate you going into this with us, Tim. And of course, everyone can become a client of Tim Pachotes at thelibertyadvisor.com. If you are American, uh, the link is below. And of course, as I said before, hit that like button, share on social media. We need you guys to share for us to actually survive and get that information out. We need you guys to share. They are notifying at this point, as of today, zero 0.6% of the people who click to be notified. So, obviously, we're being shadow banned. Obviously, we're not allowed to be suggested on the side panel 99.999% of the time. So, we need you guys to share this stuff. Also, get the PFT Privacy Protector if you want to stay safe from this technocratic enslavement of humanity. Um, and also, keep your testes safe from radiation. Of, of course, the link is below. And again, um, you can uh, go to our GoFundMe, Patreon, subscribe star. We need the funding. We, we are just a couple hundred dollars away at this point from really being able to just smoothly uh, transition out of the demonetization I lost, like I, it was earlier this year, it was in May that I got demonetized and I have been making $0 since, except for the great um, people that have helped us stay alive by pledging. Um, those people are keeping me alive right now. And I really appreciate all of you who do pledge one, $2 a month, $5, $10, whatever you want to do. It makes a huge difference. And the one-time donations help too. I really appreciate all that. Of course, um, you can go to float.app, bitchute library and minds uh, to find us. We're really starting to grow on those platforms. We just need people over there, not just subscribing, but watching our videos on those platforms as well. Get the viewership up and get people over there because the more people that go on those platforms, the better those platforms get because the more people that go on those platforms, the more people invest in those platforms and then they can spend more money on making the websites better, which will bring in more people and bring up the marketing and all sorts of stuff like that. They're surviving on marketing of just me not being paid to do it and just saying it's a good place to go at this point. So I really appreciate everyone supporting us in any way you can. And of course, a really important point here, 
www.imband.com. It takes two seconds to put your email in there. It's free. You just click that button and subscribe to that newsletter. We really appreciate it if you did. So anyway, thanks everyone for watching uh, today and uh, we'll be back with you guys with much more on this subject. Make sure, like I said before, to check out that recent interview I did with James Corbett. It's important that people watch that because he has a very dire and very important message for those of you watching. Anyway, until next time, this is Josh Sigurdsson and Tim Pachot signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth, be the change.